You are listening to the Uncanceled Podcast. We believe that Jesus came to set you free and nothing can cancel the truth of God's word. Now here's your host, the youth pastor of Impact Youth at Faith Church in New Milford, Connecticut, Pastor Joey Santora. What is going on, Uncanceled? How are you guys doing? Thank you so much for tuning in. We're back this week, baby. That was great. and and we we got the full gang here this week. All three of us are here. I'm excited. <laughs> it's it, it's it's a good week. Yep. Um, and uh, I'm happy to be back on the podcast with you. I got something that I want to kind of. That was a little bit of. A, <clears throat> give excuse a me. Anyway, uh, I thought I was beyond those years, but I, I guess not. Uh, but um, <laughs> oh, that was a voice crack. I don't think it was. I think it was more like a phlegm build up. Sure. Like like you know what sure. I mean. But like One it, it kind of like felt like yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I haven't got a voice crack in in you know like maybe like like seven years. Uh, mm. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm gonna talk today about uh, something uh, that uh, I, I feel as though uh, that there's not a lot of teaching on. Uh, there's there's a lot of good teaching on it. Well, there's the teaching that there is about this is good, but there's not a lot of teaching about it. And that is uh, about the two judgments that take place. Uh, the, and specifically, I want to focus on the judgment of believers. Uh, but before we do that, oh. it is time to rate, rate that, that foreign, foreign snack. snack. Ooh, went a little early. It was a quick one. You went a little early. And, but you but, joined uh, right in. I did. I got in there. Um this is the last one before we have to before we're gonna start our, our Oreos, right? We're starting our Oreos. We, yeah, are. we gotta we gotta go make a run to two oh three. We do two oh three. Is that your phone number? That is never mind, I can't say. <laughs> we actually might have to cut that out. So out. sorry guys. Uh sorry guys if you're if if the cut just happened uh already then I believe. Oh, that's, that's fun. good. That's, that's fun. fun. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. you don't need right. to know whose number that is. <laughs> but but uh, even if I okay. said, I guess it wouldn't matter. Right. All uh, right. Um, we got some some Chinese Skittles today. That's what we got. They're Chinese. I, yeah, I, I did a quick uh, quick little Google, and these are Skittles gummies, floral fruit from China. Floral fruit. What does that even mean? I don't really know. Okay, tell me that that's not going to be a peach flavor. You think so? It's very. It's not very peach colored unless the coloring here is just off. like like a white peach. Oh, maybe. I'd be. I feel like that. that's like a Chinese thing, or like an Asian thing, maybe white peach. Sure. Why not? All right. Well, let's check it out. Go for a little bump. Oh, careful! Though. Oh wow, that's a, that's a, that's a lot. Um, did we get? I don't think we got all of them out. Oh, you want me to just? Oh yeah, just put them all on there. That's, that's fine. All yeah. All right. All right, let's go. Let's start I only with see um, one yellow one. Two. Where's nope. the second one? Is that yellow? I thought those were all orange. You might have the lady in the trampet. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna happen. I'm just kidding, guys. We're not gonna do that. Oh, We're not gonna that do that. Good. Uh, but, but no, we ain't doing that. Uh, but no. we're, we're gonna go with uh, the pink one. Let's okay. go with the pink one. Give it a little sniff. Oh, that could Very be really formal. good or really yeah. bad. All right, let's give it a shot. Oh, yeah. Love the texture. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's really good. That's awesome. I'm going to do a purple. Great start. Um, I think that's a purple. This is a purple? I think so. Wait, I think I might have just taken a purple. No. Yeah. Oh, well. I'll go for the pink this time. 
Yeah, I did do a purple first time. I definitely got two different flavors. Which one did you like more? First one. Or the second one for yeah, me. I like second the one pink for me. One better yeah. As well. yeah, yeah. Pink one's good. Um, what is this green, do you think? So I think that was peach. I think the first I think that your first one was peach. The the, the pink yeah. one was what was like kind of like a white peach. Yeah, there's a peach um, on there. Maybe like a grape for the like a grapeish oh. type of thing for little, for yeah. Little grape. I, I, but it's I weird because it. it's not supposed to be fruits, it's supposed to be flowers. Well, floral fruit. Oh. Right. So like, oh wait, does floral fruit mean fruit that grows from like well, all fruit grows from a tr- grows from like well, peaches grow from a tree, so no, that doesn't work. Never mind. I had a whole theory. It, it blew up right in my face. It blew up right in my face. Well, I was I was um, kind of tracking for a minute, but um, there's there's flowers on the thing. I don't know. Let's go for a green one. I think yeah. this is gonna be matcha tea, and I'm not gonna be happy about it. I think not. I think I'm wrong, and it's really good. Wow. It's an apple. It's a Granny Smith. Is it a Granny? Well, I mean. I think it was a granny, guys. It's a, it's a green It's like apple. a green apple flavor. This is great. I, let's just hit, let's hit this one and we'll see. This is peach. Man. Right? I'll be honest with you. That's peach. All of these, like, wow, flavors are merging together and they're all great. Like, that I'm having, was there really was a good. party keep taking place in my mouth right now. That one was really was good. Was it mango or peach? It was really oh, good. Oh, it might have been mango. It was really good. It was really good. Wow. That was my favorite one. Wow. This has been a magical experience. Do you want to have the yellow one? <laughs> I feel like we might, uh, we won't lady in the tramp, but guys, I think Certainly we should do not. a little rip. Um, Like, you grab, yeah, you grab one in and I'll just rip it the other. Ready? Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay. All, All right, right, here we go. Whatever. Oh, yeah, lemon. Lemon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What an experience. This was so good. Great. Wow. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Honestly, I, I thought I this was going to be like a flowery, like, like you know, I like sometimes you eat something and it has like a flowery taste to it. I don't know if that makes any sense to some of you guys watching this right now. Does that make sense to you? Do, do you get it? A flowery taste? Yeah. Where is your microphone? For like a candy? Yeah. Like, or like, or like, just like you ever like, like, like there's like edible flowers. I thought like that, like maybe, maybe that was like an Asian thing was like my thought, like edible flowers or something like that. And that's what the flavor was going to be, but it's not. No, I mean, it was fruity and, and magical. And like light. Yeah. Like, I don't feel gross after eating that, right? Like when you eat some candies, like very light, it almost feels like. And I'm probably like dead off on this, but it almost feels like there's not as like gross stuff that are in like American candy. Well, let me read it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> if you it's, saw it, it's in. It's yeah. all very much in Chinese. Yeah, I can't read it. Yeah, is it is it is it uh, is it what is it called? Dumb? Is it man, Mandarin or Mandarin, Mandarin classified or, or whatever it is? Who, who knows? We'll have, we'll have to get somebody on the podcast. Wow, that things. was really good. Yeah, that was really good. What what do you think? What, what's your what's your rate on that? Or what's like your review? Like, like, do you have any like comments to make before? I really don't have many complaints. No. Like, I thought it was really great. I guess if I were comparing these against regular Skittles, which one would I rather have? Um, maybe regular Skittles by a hair. 
Okay. I think regular Skittles are pretty elite. So um, I'm I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna go the other way. I okay. would much rather these. Oh, I am more of a soft gummy person and you as like opposed to like a crunchy shell. In your teeth, I get that. Yeah. Um. I did like just the the individual flavors. Like sometimes with Skittles, you just throw them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like yep, it's just, yep, you know, yep, yep. A fruity time, but um. A fruity time more. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it has to be high though. I'm I'm in like eight point five nine territory, uh, and I think that I'll give it a, I'll give it an eight point five. Okay. No, I'll give it a nine. There is not much that I would change about this gummy. Yeah. Skittles clouds are very good texture yeah. always. There is not much that I would change about this gummy. This is a 9.5. Mm. It is really good. Really like good. It, it might even be a 10, but like some I'm I'm more cautious in in I'm more cautious in my elderly state of, oh, of you rate know, when that. We, when we first tenant. started rating stuff on this podcast, yeah. somebody might have been like, oh yeah, 10, yeah, 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 yeah. You but, gotta you like know, you know maturity. Maturity, growth. restraint. Right. Um it's a 9.5. But I'll it's tell you good. what, I'm excited next week to like do Oreos because we're gonna kind of yes. have more of a standard. I might even make like a graphic. Oh, is it, yeah, sure. Let, like, you know, like a little graphic to yeah. like sneak up at like yeah. or something like that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Th this was a great experience yeah. for us. And great. the rate that for an Oreo or that rate oh. that Oreo, rate that Oreo, I think, because we'll yeah, be sure. Oreos from everywhere. Sure. I mean, just rate that Oreo is going to be incredible. So yeah, you, you look so forward good. to that. Um, I do have a favorite Oreo that I'm going to sneak in here one of these weeks uh, for Ben. And I, I have a, it is my all-time favorite Oreo. Oh, I know, and I know it. what is it? You could say it. S'mores? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. The S'mores Oreo is my all-time favorite Oreo. My favorite right now would be peanut butter. Peanut butter? We're going to have to get both of those on at some point. Yeah. Um, is that going to affect anything? It might, but let me just go, you know, walk yeah, That's all right. That's all right. That. So that, that was a great rate that. Uh, if you're wondering what in the world we were just talking about, it's because the lights went out in the cafeteria. We are still in um, a different room. Uh, we will be in back in the in our youth room in our regular studio next week. Uh, but uh, it's actually going to look a little different. Uh, we have a huge screen behind us now in our youth room. It's much bigger than even this one behind me right now. Um, and uh, I'm excited to be able to go back into that. Uh, I'm excited for next week at youth group. If you're one of my MPAC students and you're watching this right now, I'm excited for the re-grand opening of Impact, but I'm excited to preach to you guys next week. The Lord spoke to me last night concerning the youth ministry, and he told me some things that I need to speak on next week. And so uh, next week's service is going to be a little different in, the in, uh, in what the Lord's laid on my heart, and, uh, and uh, I feel it, it's going to be very vital for, for the youth ministry. So make sure that you're here next week uh, for Impact. We're going to have free pizza and stuff like that. It'll be a good time. We'll have fun. Um, but um, before I start, I wanted to, to give a plug to, uh, to Ben's YouTube channel, 48 Strong. Uh, I was actually watching it today uh, for a little bit. Uh, I was checking out uh, his most recent video with one of our other youth leaders, uh, AJ Mitchell. Uh, and uh, they did a really great job. I only watched uh, a little bit of it. I watched a little bit of the workout, a little bit of the teaching as well. Uh, but I, I just gave it a look uh, today. And uh, they did a great job. So go ahead and check that out, 48 Strong on YouTube. Um, but uh, I want to talk to you guys today about the judgment of believers. The judgment of believers. Did you even know prior to me saying this today that, there, that believers will still face judgment before the Lord? 
believers will still face judgment before the Lord. I have many texts to prove this, but let's start here. Hebrews chapter number nine. Hebrews chapter number nine. I'm using Ben's Bible today. Using Ben's Bible today. Um, I'll tell you what, the way the pages turn, uh, like, like when you're used to a Bible, it's like you're used to a Bible and the way it turns. I hope it does not take me a little extra long to find uh, my pages today because uh, I have a different Bible. Anyway, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. And just as each person is destined to die once and after that comes judgment. And just as each person is destined to die once and after that comes judgment. So here's what the writer of Hebrews says. Each person is going to die once and then they are going to face judgment. Notice how there is no, and I took a look at the context before I read this, that there, this is not distinguishing between certain types of people, unbelievers versus believers. It says just as any person dies once and faces judgment. There is a, when, when every person dies, they will face a judgment. And now I have other scriptures to support that specifically for believers, that there's a judgment and there's a judgment for unbelievers. But every single person, when they die, they will face a judgment before the Lord. But they are two separate judgments. Two separate judgments. There is a judgment of believers and a judgment of unbelievers. They do not happen at the same time, and they and uh, they are two different types of judgments. And we'll see. Um, a lot of times, when people hear the word judgment, they think negative things. The word judgment is a negative thing. The reality uh, is that a judgment is an evaluation of. A judgment is not necessarily. Uh, always a negative thing. Now I can bring a negative judgment, but I can also bring a positive judgment. Even if I say, even if I, you know, if I'm at at a uh, fair, you know, and you know, you're, you're at a fair for your school, a science fair or something like that. And the judges go around and give you the first place ribbon. That is a positive judgment. That's not a negative judgment. It's a judgment nonetheless, but it's positive. Now, if they walk over and tell you that your project stinks, then that's a negative judgment, right? But there's a positive judgment and a negative judgment. Judgment is an evaluation of more than anything else. So there is a judgment. There is an evaluation of believers. Go to Romans chapter 14. Romans chapter 14. I'm going to begin in verse 10. Romans chapter 14. I'm almost there, praise God. Romans chapter 14, verse 10. I have the wrong scripture reference. Forgive me. Sorry, I thought that I had the right, I thought that I had the right, um, the right text. And Google's not being super helpful. Oh, it is. Praise God. Praise God. That makes sense. Because I was in 1 Corinthians 14. And 1 Corinthians and Romans happened to be 
two different texts in case you were wondering. So Romans chapter 14, I was like, why, I was like, why are we talking about, I was like, why, I was like, here's where I was getting confused is Romans 12 talks about gifts as well. And I was like, wait, I was like Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, it was a thing. So we're going to Romans chapter 14, verse 10. Praise God. There we go. It says this. So why do you condemn another believer? Okay, so we're talking about believers. So why do you condemn another believer? So we're talking about believers. Why do you look down on another believer? Again, we're talking about believers. Remember, we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God, the scripture says. For the scriptures say, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bend to me and every tongue will declare allegiance to God. Yes, each of us will give a personal account to God. So every believer is going to give an account before the Lord for their life. Every believer is going to face judgment before the Lord. And this word, when it says, um, when it says in verse 10, remember, we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. That word judgment seat of God in English uh, it's in Greek, it's one word. It's Bema, Bema. And so we get this name, the Bema seat of Christ, the Bema seat of Christ. What is the Bema seat of Christ? The Bema seat of Christ is the judgment of believers. It is when the uh, believers will stand before God and God will judge believers. What will God judge believers about? Well, first we know this. God is not going to be judging our sin and whether or not we're going to go to heaven or we're going to go to hell. So that, that's not what this uh, judgment is going to be. This is not a determination of where God is going to be sitting there going, let's see if this person's going to go to heaven or hell. Let's see whether or not this person, uh, it, let's see whether or not this person is going to come into heaven or not. That's not what's going to happen. Here's why. Because the Bible is clear for those of us who have received salvation. You make a decision for Jesus in this life. When you die, it is not a matter of when, when you get there as a believer, oh man, I hope I made it into heaven when I stand before God. No, you already know you made it in before heaven. And here's how I know that. A couple of scriptures, Romans chapter eight, verse one. It says there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. John 3, 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever so believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So if I believe upon the name of Jesus, then I will inherit eternal life. So I can be confident that when I die, that my judgment before God is not me gonna go before the Lord and hope, oh man, I hope that I squeaked it into heaven. That's not what it's going to be. It's going to be a judgment of believers that is going to be about something different that I'll get into in just a second. But understand, our eternal destination is already determined by the decision that we made while we were here on the earth. By the decision that we made when we were here on the earth. So the judgment of believers is not about hoping that you'll make it into heaven. Now there is a judgment of sin where people are cast into the lake of fire that don't believe in God. This is the other judgment. So we have the first judgment. This is the Bema seat of Christ the Bema Seat of Christ. This is for believers, okay? Bema Seat of Christ, believers. But then you have the second judgment. This is for unbelievers. This is called the Great White Throne Judgment. 
the great white throne judgment. Um, so the great white throne judgment is in Revelation 20. I'll read it to you right now. Revelation chapter 20. So again, just so we're clear and on the same page, I want to make sure everyone's understanding. The Bama seat of Christ is for believers. The great white throne judgment is for unbelievers. Romans, uh, Romans, Revelation chapter 20, verse 11. It says, And I saw a great white throne and the one sitting on it. The earth and sky fled from his presence, but they found no place to hide. I saw the dead, both great and small, standing before God's throne. What does great and small mean? That means people that, you know, were great when they were here on the earth in terms of like your Bill Gates of the world, the highest of people, and then you got your lowest of people, anybody that might be a homeless person on the street, you know, doesn't have a lot. Great and small. This is all types of people standing before God's throne. And the books were open, including the book of life. And the dead were judged according to what they had done, as recorded in the books. The sea gave up its dead, and death in the grave gave up their dead. And all were judged according to their deeds. Then death and the grave were thrown into the lake of fire. This lake of fire is the second death. And anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Anyone whose name was not found in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. This is the great white throne judgment where people are going to stand before God and they are going to be thrown into the lake of fire because their name is not found in the book of life. What does that mean? When you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, when you believe upon Christ, what is believing upon Christ? It is repenting of your sin and putting your faith in Him. So when you believe upon Christ, your name is put in the book of life. But if your name is not in the book of life, it means that you have not believed upon Christ. Anybody who has not believed upon Christ will be brought in this great white throne judgment. And if your name's not in the book, which it's not going to be, you're going to be tossed into the lake of fire. So that's the fate of individuals. Get this. That is the fate of individuals who do not know Jesus Christ. Whether you're watching this right now and you do know Jesus or you don't know Jesus, this is the fate right here of those who don't know Jesus Christ. If you do know Jesus and you have believed upon him, which I would assume that you do if you're watching a, po a podcast about this, let this be a motivation to you for your unsaved friends and family members that do not know the Lord. That in Revelation 20, it says that there will be a great white throne judgment for those that do not know the Lord and they will be thrown into the lake of fire for all of, of eternity. They will be thrown into the lake of fire for all of, all of eternity because they chose not to put their faith in Jesus Christ and believe upon him. So this is the second judgment, the great white throne judgment. When does the great white throne judgment take place? It takes place uh, after the return of Christ, after the return of, uh, um, sorry, not the rapture. I'm talking about the actual second coming of Christ. This is after the tribulation. This is when Christ returns in his second coming. This is at like pretty much the very end of all things. We're about to have a new heaven and a new earth. This is when this is going to happen. This is after the millennial reign of Christ. If you don't know your eschatology, I'll give you a quick just little refresher. If maybe you do know, don't know. But the rapture of the church takes place, then the tribulation, then the second, then the second return of Christ. Um, when Christ comes back and he fights that uh, battle against the Antichrist, then the millennial reign of Christ, 
And then after that, this is where the, that judgment takes place prior to the new heaven and new earth. This is the second judgment, the great white throne of judgment for unbelievers, and it takes place after the millennial reign of Christ. Now, when does the first judgment take place? When does the first judgment take place of the Bema seat of Christ of believers? Well, this takes place sometime after the rapture of the church and before. Um, after This takes place sometimes after the rapture of the church. Uh, and before the return of Christ. And here's why I'm led to believe this. Now, I will tell you, I am not, I don't hold to this so tightly that there are other views on this. Some people believe that it will take place after the millennial reign, and I don't necessarily strongly disagree with that. But here's why it is my understanding that Revelation uh, 19 is going to teach us that the Bema seed of Christ takes place prior to the return of Christ with his church. If you read Revelation chapter 19, it says in verse 11, Then I saw heaven opened, and a white horse was standing there. Its rider was named Faithful and True, for he judges fairly and wages a righteous war. His eyes were like flames of fire, and on his head were many crowns. A name was written on him that no one understood except himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood, and his title was the Word of God. The armies of heaven, dressed in the finest and pure white linen, followed him on white horses. So, I've heard it taught, I've heard it taught, and uh, I've received this, and this, this is also the understanding that I've come to, that the reason why we're dressed with robes at this point is because we have sat before that judgment seat of the Lord, and we have been uh, we have been brought before that judgment seat, that famous seat, and given these white robes at that point. That we have received the judgment by this point in time. And so, this again is not something that I would be willing to, uh, as you would say, die on. I think that other opinions, you know, could weigh in on this matter. But it is my understanding, based on that text, that uh, we will be uh, judged as believers in the famous seat of Christ after. Um, the rapture of the church and before we return with Christ. So that's just an overview of that. But what is this judgment? What is this judgment? What, what actually happens? What are Christians going to be judged for? Christians will be judged at the Bema seat of Christ according to their works. According to their works. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Hey guys, sorry, we... Uh, I had to change cameras. I know that we did last week uh, as well. The camera died on us again. Uh, but uh, we're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8. Hopefully our live stream will be set up next week so that we won't have uh, this issue. But uh, if not, we could tolerate it one more week. It, uh, ben is doing a really great job at staying on top of it and uh, still doing a great job at uh, making it look great and editing it well. So uh, shout out to him. But 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Uh, beginning in verse 8, and says, Yes, we are fully confident, and we would rather be away from these earthly bodies, for then we will be at home with the Lord. So whether we are here in this body or away from this body, our goal is to please Him. For we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve, the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. Okay, so this gives us a little bit more insight that we are going to receive... Whatever we deserve 
for the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. Okay, let's get even more clarity on it now. Ready? Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning in verse 15. This is going to give us our answer of what this Bema seed of Christ is going to look like. It says, anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials, gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. So what is this Bema seed of Christ? Well, here's what's going to happen. What's going to happen is we are going to stand before Christ and our works are going to be put through the fire. Put through the fire. Why are our works going to be put through the fire, you might be wondering. The fire is to reveal if the work had any value. If the work had any value. If you put something into the fire, only what, uh, only what is valuable will remain. If I were to cover up a diamond in a bunch of different you know, materials, if I were to cover up a diamond in wood and clay and all these different things, uh, eventually all of it would burn, but the diamond would be left, would be left still. In the same way, what God is going to do, he's going to take our works and he's going to put them through the fire to see if there's any value. And if our works come through the fire and, and they still remain, then it was a good work and we will receive a reward for that. But if our works go through the fire and they do not remain, then we will receive a loss of reward. That is what this Bema seed of Christ is going to look like. So we will gain and lose rewards depending on what we did in this life. Many people teach that your works do not matter as a Christian. I would argue, and I believe the Bible teaches, and I can prove it, but I'm not going to go into it right now. But the Bible teaches that, uh, that any child of God doesn't live a lifestyle of sin. So I believe that our works matter, even in the sense of they reveal the fruit of our salvation still. The fruit of the fact that we've truly given our life to Christ. Now, don't get me wrong. The Bible's very clear that we are not saved by works, we're saved by faith. But works matter. Even if someone would argue, well, I don't, I don't agree with what you just said about, you know, you know, child of God, you know, not, you know, living a lifestyle of sin, even though the Bible clearly says it. Even if someone said they didn't agree with that, this scripture is very clear that when our works are going to be put through the fire, and when they're put through the fire, if something good comes out, if something valuable comes out, if, if the work remains, we will receive a reward. If the work goes through the fire and nothing remains, then we will receive a loss of reward. Now, does this mean that if I have more losses of rewards than gain of reward, that I'm going to get, you know, cast into hell? No. In fact, the scriptures here in verse 15. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. So in other words, yes, you'll still be saved, but, but uh, you should desire to produce good works. Jesus said, don't store up your treasure on earth where a bunch of moths can come and eat it up and destroy it. And I, that's, that's a paraphrase, so don't quote me on that, but that's what it says, basically, same idea. But store up your treasure in heaven. 
Store up your treasure in heaven. So we should be looking to store up our treasure in heaven. How? By doing good works when we are here on this earth. Again, hear me. I'm not teaching that your works save you. Salvation is by grace through faith. That's what the Bible says. But your works, your works will cause you to have rewards when you get to heaven. And the Bible actually encourages us to store up rewards in heaven. You should desire and seek after rewards in heaven. When you do a good work when you're here on this earth, you should say to yourself, like, I am storing up a treasure in heaven. Even if not one person sees the good work that you did, God sees that thing and you will receive a a reward in eternity. I believe you'll receive a reward in this life as well but you will also receive a reward in eternity that will be far greater than any reward that you will receive in this life. <clears throat> Excuse me, any, any, any reward, any reward that you receive in heaven will be greater than any reward you can receive in this life. But your works do matter. There is a judgment for believers. And our, and our negative and our bad works matter as well. If I don't want to be going, I don't want to be before the Lord someday and I just have all these bad works that are coming out, like more bad works than good ones. I don't want that. I want to have massive reward when I get to heaven. People be like, oh, well, that's not what heaven's about. Yeah, it's not what heaven's about, but God says, Jesus said, store up your treasure in heaven. So clearly it's okay for me to desire to store up my treasure in heaven because Jesus said to. So yeah, I'm like, man, I want to store up a lot of treasure for myself when I get to heaven. Yeah, heaven's about, you know, being with Jesus, being with the one that we love, the presence of God, all that good stuff. But I can, but you can also desire to store up your treasure in heaven, in heaven. So I encourage you today to live your life with the understanding that you will stand before the Bama seat of Christ. I will stand, Pastor Joey Santora, I will stand against uh, or before the Bama seat of Christ someday. And I pray that there would be great works that would be produced through the fire. And I pray the same for you and I believe the same for you. But be, uh, be encouraged with that today, even that your works that you do in secret the good works you do in secret, that God will reward you for those things. God will reward you for those things. Even, uh, even, and also be warned and be in fear of the Lord that the works that you do in secret that are not good will also go through the fire and it will cause us to lose reward. It will cause us to lose reward. As a teacher of the, of the gospel, I'm actually going to be held to an even more harsh judgment than somebody else. So if you're watching this and you feel called to the ministry, or if you're in the ministry, understand that James 3.1 says not many of you should become teachers because you'll be held to a more strict judgment. So we have a stricter responsibility and judgment as teachers of the Word of God to rightly divide and rightly handle the Word of God and to, and to live up to a higher uh, standard of living. So I, I encourage you with that. Uh, if you're watching this right now and you're called to the ministry, remember that you're held to a higher standard. But all Christians, your works will be put through the fire, put through the fire. So let, let me just give you a quick recap. We have two judgments. The first judgment is the Bema seat of Christ. That is for believers. That will take place after the rapture of, of the church before the great white throne judgment. The second judgment is the great white throne judgment. That is for unbelievers unbelievers, and they will be cast into the lake of fire, cast into the lake of fire because their name was, is not found in the book of life. So 
you have two different types of judgments, and, and that second judgment, the great white throne judgment, will take place after the 1,000-year, the millennial uh, reign of Christ here on earth. So there are two types of judgments. The judgment for believers is not to determine whether or not you'll go to heaven. It's to determine your rewards. Determine your rewards. They'll be put through the fire. So uh, I hope that you understand uh, the, the judgment of, of believers, the two types of judgments that are going to take place um, uh, after uh, this life. And I want to encourage you today, live for God. Your works are going to matter. Your works are going to matter. But let me pray for you right now, right where you're watching. Let me pray for you. I want to uh, say this as well. Um, if you feel that these, uh, that this ministry and uh, you know these teachings have helped you, uh, I want to uh, ask you if you would uh, be, if you would, uh, if you would have it on your heart to sow into this ministry. We are doing an event called a back to school. We're doing a back to school bash for our uh, for our community, and this is an event that is specifically to reach unsaved people, unsaved people. And we're going to have a ton of fun activities. It's going to be a great night. But uh, we're we're believing God that He's going to supply everything that we need. So. Uh, if you feel it on your heart to give, then great. If not, though, I say I say this all the time now. If not, though, God will provide a way. I'm not concerned. I don't need your money. I don't want to beg you for money right now. I believe that God will bring it in. And I'll tell you what, God is blessing this event. Uh, last week, uh, we uh, took up an offering. And while we were taking it up, I said, before you give, I want you to know that I feel to sow this first offering for this back-to-school bash to uh, another evangelistic event that's reaching uh, unsaved people. And so everybody gave with that understanding. We sowed it. Last night, we took up another offering, another offering. And the offering, the, uh, the offering the first week was $992 from a youth ministry, from a youth ministry. Nine, or I think it was $932 or 22 or something like that. Last night, we took up another offering. The offering exceeded in cash, $1,100, and that's not even including what we, we saw coming online. The blessing of the Lord is on this event. God is blessing us. God is making a way and providing. And so if you feel to give to, uh, to this event and uh, feel to give to uh, you know this back-to-school bash, then I want to encourage you today to go to faithchurch.cc slash give. Uh, maybe they'll get some type of slide up for giving. If not, then that, that's okay too faithchurch.cc slash give. And when you give, select impact, impact youth to give to. And all the money that is given to that uh, until September 15th, every single dime of that money will go towards this back to school bash event and reaching unsaved people. So if it's on your heart to give, then I encourage you to go ahead and do so. If it's, you know, if you're not, we don't pressure anybody to give. I don't believe in that. You should determine in your heart what you should give. Uh, but um, th there's a blessing on this, on this event, I believe that, and that un people are going to be saved. But I hope you were encouraged by this teaching. Let me pray for you right now and uh, pray for those of you that uh, have decided to give. Father, I thank you for every person that's watching this. In the name of Jesus, I pray that we, Father, would produce good works, Lord, that would go through the fire and that we would receive rewards for them. Father, I pray that we would live our lives mindful of eternity, that our works will be put through the fire. Father, I pray for every single person that's giving, Father, into this event. 
uh, the back to school bachelor where people are going to be saved. Father, as they decide to value souls with their money, I pray that you would honor them just as your word says, Lord, that you would give it back to them. That, Father, that as they sow, Father, and as they give into your kingdom, that you would provide and prosper them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this teaching. Uh, I'm excited uh, for next week uh, at Impact. If you're an Impact student, be here next Wednesday. I won't be on the podcast next week, but we're going to have an awesome teaching from one of our uh, other leaders. So God bless you guys. See you, well, in two weeks. Thank you for listening to the Uncanceled Podcast. We hope you are blessed and encouraged by the teaching today. If you are between the grades of 5th through 12th grade, make sure to check us out in person at Faith Church in New Milford, Connecticut every Wednesday night from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Be sure to tune in next week for another weekly podcast from Uncanceled. God bless.